Hello and welcome to the Last Push Podcast. On today's episodes, a few of you guys have been asking to do a little catch up on some of the things that you're struggling with um, during that last set of mock exams. One of the first things I noticed from those of you who are writing the higher paper, that one of the one of the questions that you actually struggled on a little bit more had to do with momentum. So we're going to go through just some facts about momentum, kind of some of those key things that have to do with momentum. So grab some paper, grab a pen, and let's get started. Okay, so momentum. The first thing that you really need to know is what the equation is. So if you could jot this down really quickly and then we'll break it down, we'll talk about it. So momentum is equal to mass times velocity. And what that is telling you is that momentum really is how heavy an object is, how much mass it has, and also how much speed, how much velocity it has in meters per second. So mass is measured in kilograms, velocity is measured in meters per second, and momentum is going to be measured in kilograms, um, meters per second. So if you're ever asked a question on how to find the momentum of an object, all you need to do is multiply the mass times the velocity. Now start thinking about this in terms of an example. If you have got a football, for example, and you've got a ping pong ball, very clearly one of them is going to be heavier than the other one. The football is going to be heavier than the other one. If both of those balls are traveling at the same velocity, then the football is going to have a greater momentum because it is the heaviest, it's got the most mass, even though the velocity is the same. So really, um, it has to do with the mass and the velocity and that's really all you need to try to think about. You need to try to think about how heavy the object is and how fast it is moving. Because a very, very small object with a, an incredibly fast velocity has a lot of momentum. And I don't like to use this example, but it is an example actually that makes the most sense to people. Um, if we're talking about a bullet um, um, being fired from a gun, in a shooting range, that bullet is extremely small. It has very a very small mass, but it travels so quickly that it has so much momentum. And then the second thing, because that's not really the challenging part about momentum, because you can kind of all wrap your head around that. The challenging part about momentum is the conservation of momentum. And that's where a lot, um, if you if you can't remember the conservation of momentum theory, then that's where a lot of times you fall down on those type of questions. So what it means is that in a closed system, which means nothing else is affecting the objects that you're talking about, the total momentum at the start is the same as the total momentum after the collision has taken place. Because we're almost always talking about a collision, two objects colliding into each other. You could have one stationary object and another object is moving into it and bumping into it. Um, and you need to think about both of those as two separate objects and the momentum at the start 
is always the momentum at the same. So let's go through a few examples that typically come up. Now, I need you to think about, first of all, if we have got a car which is completely stopped and completely stationary, it will have zero velocity. So that's the first object in your situation, the car that is completely stopped, not moving at all, with zero velocity. A second car comes driving quite quickly, um, we'll say with a velocity of 50 meters per second, and that car is, let's say, 10 kilograms, which isn't an accurate mass for a car, but 10 times 50 would be the momentum, and it would be 500 kilograms per meter second. So our first car is stationary, not moving. It's got a zero momentum. The second car, um, which is going to collide into the first car, has got a momentum of 500 kilograms per meter second. So the total momentum at the start needs to equal the total momentum at the end because momentum is conserved. But you guys can picture this in your head. That first car that is stationary, obviously when the car hits it, it is going to move. Okay? Because you can't have you can't have a stationary car that gets hit by another car. Um, with similar mass going 50 meters per second down the roads and not have any effect. So what's going to happen is the car that's stationary, some of the momentum is going to transfer into that car and that stationary car is going to get some of the velocity. So for example, if the car again has a mass of 10 kilograms, both cars, just to make it simple, the car that is getting hit and was stationary and not moving, if it now is moving at 20 meters per second and the other car continues to move at 30 meters per second, you would have 300 and 200 for the momentum if you do those calculations. So 20 meters per second times 10, 200, 30 meters per second times 10, 300 for a grand total of 500 for your momentum, 500 kilograms, meters per second. So overall, at the end, the momentum has stayed the same. The momentum is still 500. Okay, so that's one example. And what I really suggest you do is actually take a look at some momentum videos to actually see some of these um, scenarios and these situations play out because it's hard to visualize it sometime by just actually hearing it and going through but hopefully I described it well enough so that you could follow along and understand that now the other one is if you've got two cars that are moving in the opposite direction and they're colliding into each other and if they're both moving um, and they're both moving into each other and they're going to have a full-on collision and hit each other. Now, if they're both moving at the same speeds, they have very, very similar masses, what usually happens in these types of collisions and these types of car crashes is both cars will actually come to a stop because they are crashing into each other and they're not bouncing back. 
And let's just think about it in terms of the momentum. If I have got one car which is moving to the right, and I've got another car which is moving to the left, the car on the right is going to hit the car in the left coming towards it. If the car on the right has got a momentum of 50 kilogram meters per second in the positive right direction, and the other car has got a momentum of 50 kilogram meters per second in the left direction, which is the opposite direction, it will have a negative momentum. So think about it in terms of which direction it's going into. Pick one of them as your positive direction, one of them as your negative direction. So it will have an equal but opposite momentum. Therefore, the total momentum at the start, in fact, will be zero. Because positive 50 and minus 50 for the momentum will get you zero. So that momentum at the start is zero. And it also will be, the, will be zero at the end. Because both of those cars, when they collide into each other, will have a momentum of zero. They'll be stationary. They will not be moving. Okay, so always try to keep conservation of momentum in the back of your minds whenever you're answering these type of questions. Now, a lot of the times what they'll do in these mathematical equations, which is something that um, they almost always give you on a physics paper too, is they will give you the mass of one object and they will give you the velocity of that object and then they will give you the mass of the second object and they'll ask you to find the velocity of the second object. So for example, if the mass of the first object is 10 kilograms and the velocity of that object is also 10 meters per second, let's just make it 10 and 10 to make it simple. And then if the mass of the second object is 20 kilograms but the velocity is unknown what you can first do is you find the momentum of the first vehicle okay which is going to be 10 kilograms times 10 meters per second to get 100 you can then use that momentum for your second object if the momentum is conserved and rearrange your formula. Because you're going to be solving for velocity, your new formula will be velocity is equal to momentum divided by mass. So in this case, our momentum is 100, and 100 divided by 20 will get us our velocity of that second vehicle, which is going to be 50 meters per second. So 50 meters per second for our second object's velocity. Okay, and really what it's gonna come down to, acing these momentum questions is, because it's really hard to follow along and kind of just listen and grasp it, what's really gonna help you, hopefully you've written all these helpful tips down, what's really gonna help you is actually going back, asking your science teacher to print you off at least four or five different questions of momentum so you can try all these different scenarios out. There's a really good one you should ask for actually with a skateboarder and a skateboard. 
Um, so see if your science teacher can get you that one because at the start, the skateboard's not moving. The person's not moving either. And then the person is going to jump off the skateboard and the skateboard goes in the opposite direction. So that's an even different situation that you can start thinking about. But what I really do suggest you start doing is just practicing as many past papers as possible. Make sure that you watch the Malsbury Science Required Practical YouTube channel to get all those required practicals. Make sure you are practicing all your formulas for physics, converting those units as well, and double checking um, just to make sure that you've gone through and you've got a really, really good foundation so you can confidently go into those exams in about two months. So good luck, get out there, get intentional, get revising, and happy Thursday!